The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus passed, two blind men followed him, crying aloud, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly charged them, See that no one knows it. But they went away and spread his fame through all that district. The Gospel of the Lord. So we looked recently at the healing of the blind man outside of Jericho, um, but today we look at the healing of these two blind men and we notice some differences between the two scenes. And so what we see is that with the blind man outside of Jericho, he's sitting by the side of the way and he's begging. But here we see these two blind men, they are following Jesus. They're doing their best to keep up with the Lord as he makes this movement, even in their blindness. One of the commentators notes and says that the fact that there are two of them together, each trying to help the other, notes the beginnings of love in their life, the beginnings of at least trying to help someone else besides themselves. And so they are in a certain sense united in their suffering and in their need for healing. And this has at least brought them together. And when they hear and when they know that the Lord is moving, they're following after him in darkness. They're attempting to reach him, but in darkness. And they are unable to get to the Lord until he enters the house. And so one commentator says that this also represents the Lord in the establishment of his church. That what was not possible before is made possible through his passion and death and the establishment of his church and the sacraments. So that through the grace of Christ, merited and won for us on the cross, distributed to us through the sacraments, blindness is healed. Right? our blindness, our spiritual blindness especially, the Lord himself comes and he illumines the blind. In the incarnation of Christ, there is the revelation of truth, the revelation of himself. He is a radiant light that comes to earth and shines upon the blind and restores to sight by means of faith. So that in this life, even though we do not see God, we still walk by faith, confident in that knowledge of God. And so what you have here is then these two blind men persevering in their attempts to get to Jesus. And if you seek, you will find. If you knock, it will be opened to you. And so they persevere in this seeking and they find him. And they find him in this house which can in a certain sense represent the church to find Jesus Christ. And then he makes this question of them, do you believe I am able to do this? The Lord shows the foundational element of faith. 
Faith is what is required in souls. Faith is what is given to us by His grace. And so that when we enter into a state of grace, we are given that faith that should become living faith, meaning faith animated by charity, love. Do you believe I am able to do this? Simple reply, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Their faith is complete in Christ. Do you believe I'm able to do this? Yes, Lord. And then it's very beautiful here. He touched their eyes saying, he touched their eyes saying, he both touches them, they have contact with his flesh, and he speaks to them with his word. St. Thomas Aquinas says, either would have sufficed, but the Lord does both to show that it is through his human nature that we are restored. And so he touches them and he speaks to them. I think it's also a very beautiful image of our own liturgical encounter when we come to the Mass, where the Lord, we also have contact with his body, his blood, his flesh. In Holy Communion, we receive him completely. But he also speaks to us by means of his word through the liturgy of the word. And so we, in a certain sense, like these two blind men, come to the Lord in the Mass, and we receive that healing power of his word, that healing power of his touch. And their eyes were opened. The healing from blindness is a restoration then where light is able to enter back in through the organ of the eye, right? But it represents spiritually as well now this openness to receive not just any light, but the light himself, Christ himself. And then you have this interesting line, which the Lord does it at particular times, sometimes with the lepers, but here also with these blind men. He tells them not to speak about it. And as we've said before, and I think the best interpretation of why the Lord does that is because his primary goal is the salvation of souls, not just the healing of bodies. And so even the miracles that he works in the flesh of certain individuals is also to point to spiritual healing that he desires to work in souls by means of grace. And so not to interrupt the first mission of his preaching of truth and the giving of grace, sometimes he doesn't want the secondary mission or the ones of the healing of the body to take precedent. So what is more important is that they had faith rather than that their sight was restored. But they went around in their joy, and I don't think the Lord kind of could even restrain the joy that they had experienced. They went around and spread his fame through all that district. And the Lord, you can see, just permits that. Because even if people come to him for one thing, maybe just a physical healing, then maybe that opportunity that they have uh, presented or the, the fact that they have come to the Lord for a physical healing might then be turned to a deeper desire for Christ in a spiritual way, that he might heal the soul, that he might give faith to the soul through grace and through the sacraments. And so as we are in this time of Advent, as we've looked in this week at the importance of the spending time with Scripture and the Word, but also of giving thanks and uh, 
spending time as well with the Lord in, in Eucharistic adoration. So we see also here kind of the meeting of those two things, the reception of his word and the having contact with the body and blood of Jesus. And to us who know this mystery, the beautiful mystery of the Mass, how grateful should we be that we are counted among those who actually know this great mystery and have been given the grace to attend even on a daily basis and to come to this mystery and to receive the loving words of the Savior and to be healed by the power of his touch. Amen.